What's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to the Creativity Manifesto. I'm Alice Ladkin. I'm an artist and mum, and I'm passionate about creators finding their own unique voice and building a business that is 100% them. Thank you so much for being here. I know there's loads of awesome podcasts out there, so I really appreciate you checking in. I have sat down to record this about five times now, and things just keep going wrong, but let's try again. I felt really pulled to chat today about what to do when you hate your art. Partly because it's something I've been going through quite recently, it's also something I am super familiar with. This has happened many, many times throughout my 10 plus years of running creative businesses. But I will say that the difference in my approach and my mindset and kind of how quickly I can go through the process now, like the difference between me a few years ago and now is huge. I wanted to explore some reasons why you might be hating what you're creating and also some things to try to help you get like unstuck and loving the process. Sometimes there's a few reasons for this. Sometimes it's a simple mindset shift, but let's just explore a few things and hopefully get to the bottom of it for you. First, I think taking a step back and really observing your thoughts and mind play, uh, mindset sorry, is a great place to start. So limiting beliefs, let's talk about this. <laughs> a lot of us, I mean, I would say all of us actually, have limiting beliefs that feel like really real and solid and tell us that we can't do something or that we'll never be good enough. Things that we really believe to our core. And the problem with limiting beliefs is that it can prevent or limit actions. The thing is, if you want something to happen in the physical world, you need to take physical actions. So if you're someone who maybe overthinks quite a bit or I don't know talks himself out of doing things before taking like any actions at all, ask yourself these questions. How would you mentally and physically approach situations if your limiting beliefs were completely reversed? If you had more confidence and self-worth, if you believed that you were good enough, how would you talk to yourself and what would you do? And how would you approach your art? Art is often a reflection of ourselves and when we're not happy with our art it's so it's so easy to jump to the feeling of being unhappy with ourselves and this can be a really unhelpful vicious cycle that is just again not helpful at all for creativity. I think it's important to work on ourselves and our mindset just as much as our art. So when I started working on my mindset and doing things that gave me confidence it filtered back into my art. I invested in higher quality materials. I painted on big canvases. I took up more physical space. You can also reverse this and use your art as a tool to help build your confidence. So like take up more space with your art, paint bigger, use more paint. Maybe don't be so stingy with your paint. Use luxurious materials that make you feel good. I know this one isn't easy and takes a lot of work, but this one I notice is usually the biggie that keeps creatives stuck and not moving. And momentum and flow is key to getting unstuck sometimes. Second, I love this one. This one's my favorite. Ask yourself, what season am I in? This question helps to give you some perspective. There are three seasons, planting, nurturing, and harvesting. If you know what season you're working in, you can take inspired action that matches the energy and flow of that season. If you're in the planting season, maybe you're exploring a new idea, you're experimenting, you're planting seeds, maybe you're starting a business, or maybe you've pivoted and you're going in a new direction. Your art at this stage might suck. I'm sorry to say it. I mean, it might not, but it might suck. And this is the reason for it. If you're expecting at this stage to harvest what you're planting and to get everything you want right away, you'll probably be disappointed. I've been experimenting with abstracts recently. I truly do suck at them. It's not something that comes naturally to me. I really wanted to like loosen up a bit because I feel like my art was just getting too tight and realistic. And I personally love more expressive paintings. I had a solid two, maybe three weeks of hating literally everything I painted. It was really bad. <laughs> but because I had mentally marked this time as experimenting and playtime, I feel totally okay about it. 
I'm planting seeds and I have learned so much in this short time. This is the time to really just chill out and have fun and experiment and also try to detach a little bit from the outcome. This is definitely, definitely not the time to harvest. The nurturing season is when you put in that time, effort and consistency with your art. It's the time to really build on your skills, work on your mindset and your confidence and get to work, like fully get to work at this stage. Again, don't try to harvest at this stage. This is a season of growth and development. If you're frustrated with your art at this stage, this is the time to really get to the bottom of it and figure out, you know, whether it's your confidence, maybe you need to develop your skills more or dive like deep into creating art that feels more authentic. And also be honest with yourself. How much are you actually working on yourself and your art? For example, if you want to be a full-time painter, are you painting at least 20 hours a week or are you making excuses? Are you doing the mindset work and building on, build, sorry, working on building your confidence? Do you have a process that feels authentic that you love? Do you have maybe some limiting beliefs or fear of success stopping you from showing up consistently and growing? And finally, the harvest season, like it suggests, is when you've planted the seeds, you've done the work, and it's time to really slow down and harvest. If you're hating your art at this stage, and this can definitely happen, this has happened to me, and you've done all the internal work, improving your skills, you've built a large portfolio of work or business, it might mean that you need to pivot or adapt. Or it might just mean that the timing just isn't quite right yet. Maybe you need to work on your confidence. Maybe you have like a fear of success and you need to go back to the nurturing stage a little bit. It, this like takes some detachment and self-awareness to figure out what to do next if this happens during the harvest season. Each season comes with a mindset shift and if you know what season you're working in, you can troubleshoot better. The third reason is one I see all the time and that is comparison. So while seeing all the amazing work that other artists do can be super inspiring, if you hate your art, comparing your art can distract you from finding your own unique voice. I do feel like getting inspiration from other artists on social media and stuff and also figuring out how like another artist does something can be super valuable. Like you can learn, you know, new techniques and marks and processes. However, there comes a point when the answers can only be found in you. It takes time to find your voice. And like I said, it can't be found in someone else's art. You can take elements that you like from someone else's art and make it your own. But if you're not being authentic, something will always be off. If you're hating your art and constantly find yourself like doom scrolling on social media, we've all been there, and getting into that horrible pit of despair, that energy is much better spent on playing and discovering your own unique style that truly reflects who you are. When you have a totally unique style, it can't be compared. When you're truly being yourself and your art reflects you and you only, you literally don't need to compare anymore. You can appreciate other styles more because you have your own. If you think this might be the reason for you, I recommend getting off social media, to be honest, or at least like being super aware of your feelings and emotions as you're on social media or like really limiting your time on it. Create art that brings you joy and really work on finding your unique voice. This leads really nicely onto my fourth reason, which is that you might not be being authentic. What I mean by this is, are you trying to fit someone else's mold? Are you trying to copy a style that doesn't reflect your personality and values and what you want from your creativity? Do you maybe want to pivot, but you feel that you can't and you feel stuck? When you're running a business, there's this strange line that you have to dance between creating that sellable art and being truly authentic. If you can find a style that's 100% you and also very sellable, that's the jackpot. You also have to run a sustainable business and have sustainable creativity, both of which mean having a bit of room to grow and develop. If you have literally zero room for growth or experimenting in your creative business, 
In my experience of doing this for 13 years and watching others' journeys along the way, you'll very likely struggle with burnout. When I had my pet portraits business, after about nine years, I began to really resent creating the art. I desperately wanted to pivot and paint originals, but I felt like I couldn't for so many reasons. So for a long time, I fought with letting it go. But when I did, I took on a part-time job so I could paint and learn. It lit a fire in me that hasn't gone out because I'm following my joy and my authentic path. I also started exploring digital art and created a whole side business with that. So I have lots of income streams and my business now allows for so much freedom and room like to grow. If this resonates with you, be really gentle with yourself and think about how you can bring more authenticity and play back into your creativity and your business if you have one. My final reason is something that can be easily fixed in my opinion is your skills not matching up with your taste and what you want to create. I see a lot of artists who don't create certain things because their skills don't allow for it or they feel like they're rubbish. We tend to do more of the things that we're good at, right? The thing is, if you desperately want to paint like empowering women, for example, but you find yourself hating your art because you're not getting the results that you want, then improve your skills. Learn, take classes and study how others do it. Ask questions and maybe get a mentor. Paint like a maniac. Experiment with new materials and surfaces and get obsessed with learning how to do it. Learn more about your actual materials and how to use them best. There's so many things you can do here. Don't let your lack of skill restrict your art and make you feel bad. I feel like you should really invest your time and money into yourself and your art and take yourself seriously. Let your artistic voice be your guide and then improve your skills to match your taste. I'd love to hear what you think of this episode, whether it helped or if you have any questions. Thanks so much again for being here. Details are in the description if you want to get in touch. Have an awesome day and stay creative.